What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Today on the show, we're in my home city of Toronto, Canada. Earlier this week, we were hanging out with internationally recognized fashion tech designer Nook Vipret at the Art Gallery of Ontario, where she was showing off her drink-bought dress, a dress that literally allows its wearer to pour shots for guests. Whipbrett is known for creating one-of-a-kind concept pieces at the intersection of fashion, robotics, and interaction design. We put up some pictures and video on Instagram, Twitter, and Vine at electric underscore runway. We really suggest you check them out. This dress is a must-see. Today on the show, we're talking smart earrings. You may have heard of smart fabrics and smart rings and maybe even smart umbrellas, but here in humble Ontario, a company called Biosensitive has been working away at bringing the very first smart earrings to market. Called Aerosmart, these earrings include tiny sensors that can read biosignals such as heart rate, calories, and activity. You can check it all out at electricrunway.com. Right now, my conversation with Ashlyn Bird, co-founder of Biosensitive Technologies and one of the creative minds behind Aerosmart, the world's first smart hearing. Ashlyn, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. So for people who don't know, what is Aerosmart? How do you describe it to people? So Aerosmart actually started as the world's first smart earring. It is now the world's first smart earring backing. And from a simple simple standpoint, how we describe it to people, it's just the fashionable Fitbit. And so when you say it's a fashionable Fitbit, so it's a backing that you can wear in any pair of earrings, and it's measuring and monitoring your body, can it fit in any earring? Yeah, so how it works, it's a universal backing. It works just the same as any earring backing. It fits the majority of post-style earrings, and it monitors calorie burn, activity tracking, and heart rate. And so how do I see that data then? If it's an earring on the back of my ear, is there a, a compatible app? Yep. So it, it syncs with your smartphone, just like most of the fitness apps that are available right now in the app store. And it, it works over Bluetooth. So it's actually compatible with any fitness app in the app store that allows you to add a device as well as we are developing our own branded app. And so one thing I've heard your co-founder Ravinder talk a lot about is how the earlobe is actually a much better place than the wrist to read bio data. Can you tell us a little bit more about why? Yeah, this is very true. A lot of people don't realize, but the wrist is actually one of the worst places to derive heart rate from. So physicians have actually been using the earlobe and the fingertip for a long, long time to measure heart rate. And this is just simply because of the quality of contact with the skin and the quality of blood flow through these areas. With any kind of wrist-based monitor, you actually have to wear it very tight to make sure that there's no motion between the device and the skin. Otherwise, you're not going to get a quality reading. And with the earlobe, because it's flexible and because of the natural quality of contact that you get when you're wearing earrings, actually provides a much more accurate heart rate. I mean, there seems to be a lot of talk in the news right now about the accuracy of some of these fitness trackers. So it's good to know that Eurosmart has been thinking about that and has all this physician-backed data to talk about the accuracy of its data. When we first met Ashlyn, Eurosmart was marketing itself as a smart earring, but now it seems you've pivoted with the company and now you're, as you said, focusing on creating this universal backing that women could wear with their favorite pair of existing earrings. And I'm interested to know why the shift? 
So that's a very good question. You know, our story started out with a vision to create a health and fitness device that also integrated fashion. So what we've found is that there's a huge gap in the market of wearables for women. When it comes to things like Fitbit or Samsung Gear, all of these sort of devices, a lot of times they're designed to be unisex at best, and then they're just offered in a few ultra-feminine colors that, generally speaking, aren't flattering to most women. And what ends up happening is when you're, you know, you're a fashion-conscious, style-conscious, or you're working professional, you end up just wearing the device to work out and then stashing it in your purse the rest of the time because it just really doesn't go. So we started with the earring because what we realized is that when you are only wearing the device to work out, you're actually not capturing about 90% of your lifestyle data. So you only burn about 10% of the calories over the course of the day while you're working out. So if you're not wearing your device all day, you're, you're missing 90% of your lifestyle, which is extremely important to monitor because that helps you optimize those workouts. So that's where we started with the earring because we figured it was not only more accurate to, to measure heart rate and calorie burn from the earlobe, but it's something that the majority of women do wear earrings. It's comfortable, it's discreet, and it's unobtrusive. And then gave us the opportunity to integrate fashion into it too, where it was something that women could feel good wearing, but not necessarily advertise that they're tracking their health. And when we actually got into, you know, we had nailed the hardware side very quickly. We had the technology all worked out, but when we really got into the product design and the aesthetic design, we realized that it was gonna be difficult to create a smart earring that, not, that, not so much that wasn't fashionable, but was also fashionable and versatile. So we started playing with different metals, different semi-precious stones, trying to design an interchangeable face. But when we really got into it and started crunching numbers, the cost, it wouldn't have been affordable to the majority of people. And not only that, but for someone like myself and for a lot of women, we already have our own jewelry collection. We have those go-to earrings, just like our little black dress. And I don't know too many women that would give up their entire jewelry collection to wear one earring every day or spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to purchase multiple earring faces. It seems that the versatility has been a challenge for a lot of people who are trying to make fashion tech products is that you can come out with this one product, but then is it going to be something that I want to wear every day? So that's why you're saying then you got into thinking about the backings. Exactly, exactly. It's it's tough because as companies, we want our customers to wear the product 24-7, 365, just because that's how it's going to really optimize their workouts and the health and lifestyle, and they're going to get the most out of the product. But at the same time, no one is going to have just one device or one you know pair of earrings or one fitness device that's going to go with everything that they wear mm-hmm. and that they're going to want to wear every day. So versatility was a huge component there. And that's when we realized shifting from the front of the earlobe to the back made the most sense because women can wear it every day with the earrings that they already own and love. So Ashlyn, how much are these earring backings going to cost? Yeah, that's another interesting question. We don't have an exact price point at this time. We have just finished our presentation ready prototype and we're working on that on our retail pricing, wholesale pricing. So it's not hard to give a, an exact number. But what I can say is that we are looking to be priced competitively and our goal is to, you know, price our backings at an affordable price point that the majority of people can purchase them. And when will they be ready for purchase? Yep, so we actually are looking to open up to pre-orders direct through our website 
in the next couple months. So our website is www.erosmart.com, so E-A-R-O smart.com. We'll be looking to open up to pre-orders tentatively around June. We don't have an exact date nailed down, but people can certainly sign up on our website now to get notified when we do open up to pre-orders. Fantastic. I can't wait to order mine. Other than this pivot that you took with Erosmart, what other challenges have you faced bringing the product to market? You know, I think we've faced a lot of the challenges that most startups do, raising funds to be able to develop a quality product in a timely manner. It costs a lot of money. So we've also had setbacks to, I think probably the greatest challenge from a technological standpoint has been the miniaturization of our hardware. Mm -hmm. So when we started, the original diameter of our PCB or our chipboard was about 11, might be remembering wrong now, it might have even been 13 millimeters in diameter. We've been able to reduce it now down to about 7 millimeters, so it's more in line with the standard backing. But, you know, this was this was a huge obstacle. It took a lot of money and a lot of uh, generations of our product design and several hundred iterations at, at the same time. And then, you know, just aside from our actual hardware, the chip itself, but sourcing a battery that was small enough and thin enough to fit into the device without making it too bulky. So... You know, I think those have been the three the three things really raising enough capital to, to get the product design done in a timely manner and to a high quality, sourcing a small enough battery, a custom battery, and really refining our PCB designs because we have among the smallest hardware in the world for any of these sort of devices. Aerosmart is part of a larger company called Biosensitive Technologies. Any plans to branch out to other areas of the body or other pieces of jewelry or are you sticking with earrings for now? For now, we are sticking with earrings. That being said, we do have future plans to expand. It sort of depends on some of the partnerships you know we have on in the works right now with other companies. Not too much that we can publicly <laughs> publicly talk about, but we do have other other things on the go. And aside from just other places on the body or other pieces of jewelry, we do have additional functionalities that we are looking to integrate, you know, and derive from the earlobe, which might have, you know, implications spanning medical and healthcare and some of the, some other industries, just as an example. Yeah, I imagine there's a ton of applications, especially since you've nailed down, as you were talking about getting the technology so small, that's a technical expertise that I think would be useful to a lot of different sectors and, and businesses. So Ashlyn, I know you wear many hats with Eurosmart, but what's your official title and how did you get into all of this? <laughs> so my official title, I guess, is co-founder and vice president, but it changes from day to day based on what needs to be done. That's all part of being, you know, part of a small startup team. I actually got into this because my background is in business. So I have my honors bachelor commerce and my MBA. And one of my first jobs once I graduated was working as an advisor for our local technology and innovation center here in Windsor, Ontario. And Ravinder, my now co-founder, actually came in and at the time he just had an algorithm, essentially. He had the technology and he had the idea, but he didn't have anything tangible. And I started working with him as an advisor, helping him with his marketing plan, his sales strategy, his whole business plan, developing a revenue model, and all those critical aspects to develop for a startup. 
And it ended up that, you know, we just worked so well together. I thought that the product was a great idea. I had a lot of additional ideas to bring to the table and it just was a natural fit. And so from there, I finally took the entrepreneurial plunge myself and decided to go at it full force and we partnered up. The rest has been history. And so... Ashlyn, as somebody working at the intersection of fashion and technology, what do you think fashion can learn from tech and vice versa? What do you think technology can learn from fashion? This is a very interesting question. Again, you know, I keep saying that, but I every time I get asked this, you know, for an interview and that, I, I struggle with the answer just because you can't have one without the other. Like they, they really do go hand in hand. From a technological standpoint, I think we have more functionalities now than we really need or will ever use. So it's not so much about constantly developing new technologies, but really refining and integrating the, all the functionalities that we already have into our everyday life and making it seamless. And I think integrating technology into fashion is just a natural progression because Let's face it, we wear clothes every day, we wear jewelry every day. It's, it's a very seamless way to integrate technology into our lives, essentially, you know, and we all carry smartphones. And then from a fashion perspective, I think integrating technology, it's the way of the future, right? It's, it's, it's again, it's a bit of both. We all want to look good, we all want to feel good. And I think consumer awareness and just our own self-awareness is becoming so much more important that people want to be aware of our bodies. We want to be aware of what we're eating, you know, what our physical activity is. We want to be connected to the world. And that natural progression just, it's inevitable. I mean, the market, you know, is really shifting from wearable tech, where the emphasis has always been placed on the technology, now to wearable tech where the emphasis is really placed on the wearability of the product and now we're seeing an entire shift from wearable tech to fashion technology so it's just you know that's just the way the market is moving and that's what people want we're constantly expecting more and I know for myself I, I wasn't happy with the wearable devices that exist in the market today and then that's what led to Eurosmart. Yeah, I think you're definitely right to pinpoint that wearables, I mean, are still being talked about today. Let's not kid ourselves, but it seems that this new conversation has emerged around this idea of fashion tech. And rather than calling it wearable tech, calling it fashion tech almost necessitates that fashion is a part of the conversation to begin with. And I think, you know, people like you or I would appreciate that because the wearables out there before were really clunky and um, not really something we would want to wear. So Ashlyn, how can people stay in touch with you and Eurosmart and follow along in terms of what you're up to? Yeah, so we are all over social media. So our, our direct website, you know, for anyone who wants to check us out and sign up and get, you know, exclusive updates and notifications for when we open to pre-orders, that is www.earosmart.com. And then our Twitter is ear, E-A-R, underscore o underscore smart so you can find us there as well and we are on facebook too under i believe it's Eurosmart, but it might be biosensive but i think if you search Eurosmart on facebook too we're, we've got a public page there as well and of course we'll put up all the links on electricrunway.com so that people can link to Eurosmart and to your social media channels and stay in touch with what you're up to ashlyn thank you so much for your time i really appreciate it 
Of course, thank you so much for having me. It was great to uh, discuss this stuff. I get excited about it every time. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, closer to July. You're going to be at the WT conference in San Francisco. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you there. And we really look forward to having you be one of the first, first beta testers of our product. My ears are ready. Perfect. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Ashlyn. That was my conversation with Ashlyn Bird, co-founder of Eurosmart, the world's first smart earring. Check them out at eurosmart.com. For images of everything you heard on this program, we invite you to visit electricrunway.com. As always, you can follow along the fashion tech fun at electric underscore runway on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Vine, wherever you are, we are electric underscore runway. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future.